Technology, politics, and the economy are changing fast. No time to keep up with all the policies affecting your everyday life and figuring out fact from fiction? Not even sure where God could fit in all of this? Don't worry, I've got your back. I'm here to dig a little deeper into the issues of the day. And most importantly, to show you the spiritual principles and solutions we can use to rise above it all victoriously for your family's success. Stay tuned as we discover God's plan for our life on earth as it is in heaven. You may have noticed prices at grocery stores have been going up in recent years. They keep going up and I expect they'll be going up even faster in the coming year. It must be because the grocery stores are gouging us and making record profits, right? You must have thought about it. Who do you think is responsible for this? This is what we're being told. But I say not so fast. Let's do a deeper dive today into what's actually going on with our food. Last year, the Canadian government held a special panel bringing the CEOs of the major grocery store chains to blame them for the increase in prices in food in the grocery stores, citing they had record profits and asking these CEOs to explain themselves. So they explained. Yes, they have had record profits on their pharmacy side of their businesses, selling lots of masks, hand sanitizers, vitamins, and stuff like that. However, with the food, they still have very small margins, and they're making the same percentage profits as they did a few years ago. So while prices of food have gone up, their markup has been the same. So they're not the ones making extra profits and extra margins on the food. So then we look at truckers. The trucks brought the food to the grocery stores. Are they making big profits? Well, the truckers in Canada and the U.S. and some other places have been protesting, saying they're being squeezed out and they can't keep going, staying in business with uh, higher taxes and higher diesel prices. And they're just passing on their expenses in their business. And the grocery stores have said they can't raise prices uh, any more than they have because people are already complaining. So the stores can't ask for higher margins on food items, even if they wanted to. And the truckers are just bringing the food from the farmers. So is it the farmers who are raking in the big bucks with these increased prices? Well, all across the European Union, there are farmers protesting that they're being driven out of business. That they're not making excessive profits. They're barely making any. You may have heard last year that there were farmers' protests in Holland. There were big protests last year that may have been in the news. But did you know that the farmers in Holland are still protesting? 
and their protests are growing, expanding. With globalization that we've had over recent decades, it means countries have been specializing, which means they're reliant on other countries for specific products. And when supply chains are disrupted, it affects everybody in all different countries and different aspects of the economy. In my city, when I was growing up, there was a huge clothing manufacturing industry. And it has all but disappeared as our shirts come from various countries, but invariably not North America. So different food products and growing supplies are coming from different countries, making it even more difficult on the farmers. Some are complaining that lots of grain has been coming into Germany from Ukraine at cheaper prices than they can grow it at. The various net zero 2030 policies that the EU has had. And if they have to compete with countries who are not in the EU, not having to abide by those restrictive policies, then they are at a distinct disadvantage because these policies make it exorbitantly expensive for them to run their business. And policies like telling them they have to use 30% less or 20% less fertilizer is going to have a big impact on how much they can produce and how much they're going to be able to earn at the end of their growing season. Add to that extra taxes on fuels that they have to spend on their tractors and farm equipment. And it ends up being just not profitable for small and medium farmers to have a farm. It ends up being large corporations like Monsanto are the only ones who are able to afford to buy a farm now or run one. So now that I've painted the picture for you, farmers in France have blockaded the A5, A6, A9, and A10 highways into Paris. They've been doing slow rolls, tire fires, bonfires, and moving blockades with their tractors that the police have tried to set up to stop them. Now farmers in Spain have just recently joined a protest with miles-long convoys and blockaded the border into France. Because again, the part of the issue is stuff that is being traded back and forth between countries with different rules. In Catalan, there were 2,000 tractors in a convoy. There were tens of thousands of truckers supporting German farmers in Stuttgart. In the Netherlands, where it all started, the tractors have blocked the cross-country highway that goes across the Netherlands in both directions and blockaded the Belgian border. And there are similar protests in Italy and Ireland. These are people who want to bring us our food. They're wanting 
to be farmers. They're wanting to be able to have their sons and daughters continue the farm. And they're just finding that with all the increased bureaucracy and climate change regulations, like the net zero 2030, are just killing small and medium-sized businesses and driving them out of business. But they want to bring us food. They want to be able to continue to be farmers. I'm sure if all the farmers around the world stopped growing crops, the rate of climate change wouldn't change one little bit. And even if it did, it would be like me saying, you need to lose 10 pounds, so I'll cut off your right arm. You'd immediately say, isn't there a better way of doing this? And rightly so. You'd also probably say, I don't want to see any kind of blade in that man's hand anywhere near me. So what are all the people who are pushing the net zero 2030 actually accomplishing? Because I know what zero food would do. Back in Old Testament times, Joseph was told the king's dream and God gave him the meaning and the plan to prepare for the seven years of famine to come. Joseph not only survived, but thrived in that tough season and helped millions of others to also survive. So let's listen to God's plans that he gives us to thrive and how we together can help millions of others to survive the coming season and support the farmers that provide you daily food in any way we can. If you are presenting your body as a living sacrifice and allowing Holy Spirit to transform your mind, congratulations. You are integrating your spirit, mind, and body, strengthening yourself to overcome evil with good. Please leave a rating for the show and hit subscribe to be notified of new fascinating topics I'll be discussing next on Earth as it is in Heaven. Until next time, may God bless you and make you a blessing to those around you.